1: Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curator's deck of the Hollywood French
0: film. Unity, unity, heart,
1: heart,
0: heart Welcome to another great episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D Featuring my special guest host My sister Tanya M. Congress Let's check out the sound Let's see how you're doing this morning There is a a problem Houston I have no sound on you We had sound earlier but we don't have sound now Go out Come back in. All right, people. So while we wait for my sister to come back in, welcome to hashtag observations. We want to shout out to all of our viewers on Periscope, Vimeo, a certain social media site, and the Film Review Life channel. The Film Review Life channel. Channel on YouTube, make sure you go there. You smash the subscribe button. I need to see some subscribers on the channel, right? Because you know, sometimes I think that the numbers are being skewed wrong when I see the results, but then something else is happening. So, smash the subscribe button, smash the like button, share this video, smash the like button because we're getting ready to bring some information that you will definitely want to hear all right so we have my sister tanya back so how's your morning going
1: my morning is going fine are you able to hear me all right all right i don't know what what the heck is going on but all right so today you know every day we always talk about what we have nutritious today actually all i have is my ginger soaking in water here sliced ginger and i have a cup of um, um, tart cherry juice with, uh, not cumin, but um, turmeric mixed in that. And then I have a corner of coffee left from this morning. But I feel great this morning. And as D said, smash the like button, uh, smash smash the cash app button. um, And for you trolling family members who uh, peek in just to see what's going on, smash the like button. If you're going to take the time to log in, at least uh, smash like. And if you don't like, send it to somebody else who might like it. All right? Thank you. But good morning, D. How you
0: doing? Hey, I'm doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances. Listen, people, we have a jam-packed show for you today. What is the show about? We've been talking about film, independent DIY filmmakers right because you know Friday we have Keith Lee coming on from Stockton California he's a Stockton California director and independent filmmaker who has his latest piece on Amazon Prime and we're going to be talking to him on Friday about that talking about his career and all that but in between time and in the meantime We are talking the elements that make it possible for you to create a film. And today's topic, today's topic is very unique, right? It's very unique because, you know, the whole topic is the independent DIY nature of filmmaking part three. This is part three. You know, we do our series now. We do five part series but this particular one part three is subtitled how to make quality movies your first time out. If you are an enthusiast who is inspired to be a filmmaker who are using whatever device that you are using we are here to show you how to make your first film quality your film quality, your movie quality, the first time out. So smash the like button, smash the share button. The chat is open on a certain social media site. We see you there, we wanna say good morning to everyone that is on that certain social media site. And also the chat is open on the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. That's right, the Film Review Life channel on YouTube is on. So, let's go through this. How are you guaranteed to make a quality film your first time out? Is it luck or is it knowledge of the rules of filmmaking? Crazy D takes you through a course of study. Making good film or making good films is more than just picking up a camera. Not only do you need to know sound image angles, you have to know the rules of filmmaking as established as what D.W. Griffith depicted in The Birth the birth of a Nation in 1915, which features the long established techniques of telling a story through film. What are the basics and what are the advanced techniques DW couldn't have dreamed of? Crazy D gives you a brief look at his how-to series available for rent on Vimeo On Demand. Let's discuss, the phone lines are open, 213-943-3358. Not only are we talking about film today, but we are taking a history lesson because you have to know, smash the share button, smash the like button, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe because we are taking a history of film today. We want to let you know where the modern techniques of film cutting actually came from and you're going to be shocked when you hear it. 213-943-3358. Right? So, but as we always do, let's start off with some memes. These memes most definitely, most, 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 definitely deal with what we're talking about today as we always warm up. We warm up and to get to set, ready, set, go to hit the rubber to the road. I heard them say rubber to the road on a certain television network Uh, just yesterday. And I'm like, hmm, people don't usually say hit the rubber to the road. But anyway, people are listening. Okay. All right. Come on. You're a little slow on the uptake there. There we go. All right. This meme right here comes from my sister, right? And this is good doctoring foods, right? Good foods that can keep the doctor away. You see the stethoscope? And you see these different uh, greens like kale, mustard greens, you see green juice, you see romaine lettuce, right? You see cabbage. I haven't had a good cabbage in a long time. I think I'm going to have to go buy one and season it with some Beyond Meat or something. But anyway, let's talk about this real quick because to be a filmmaker, not only do you have to have the ability or the necessity to fast matter of fact i'm on a fast right now fast right now but you have to have the ability to fast but you also have to have the ability to put the right foods into your system so that your brain is working to full capacity so go ahead let's talk about this real quick
1: yeah, these things are all dynamite uh, to have, and the majority of them I keep in my diet on a regular basis. Um, you have to be able to, and we talk about this all the time, you got to be able to think clearly. And as a filmmaker, as Dee said, you have to be, he's fasting now. So even when you're not fasting, though, you should be keeping a consistent diet that include uh these foods in it because it helps contribute to your brain power the more green the more functional your brain is the more starches and carbohydrates the less functional your brain is even getting into the long term so you got to be able to think quick i mean now we don't have time for it like however many facets comprise your lives um, you don't have time to be slow transitioning and switching gears. You don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the time is moving. This we, are, uh, we were born in a matrix in the middle of a maze in the middle of a house of mirrors. And so you're going to have to have the navigational s- skill both internally and mentally to navigate through all this madness. So take a look at this uh, meme. Um, I'm sure a lot of you, these are common foods, but you don't want to kill the foods. You want to, if at all possible, as much of this as you can take in raw, try to take it in raw. But if you're going to cook it, try to cook it not above 112 degrees, which is basically braising it. Braising it with a little seasoning, like a warm salad. It would be like into a warm salad, if possible. Now, don't get bound up. You know, we're not putting any kind of um, you know uh, legalism on anybody to say don't cook your greens you want some mustard greens with some uh, smoked turkey meat or whatever that's what you do Then do that stay away from the pork though I'm not going to sanction the pork stay away from uh, the ham hock the shanks the salt pork all that stay away from that you can do the turkey smoked turkey or whatever okay but you know even that try to wean try to get away from there there's something called liquid smoke um that you can put in the greens that kind of uh adds that smoke flavor or whatever.
0: You know, how are they going to take away the first big meal of the year for those that are eating the big meal with the turkey and the stuffing and the macaroni and cheese and the macaroni salad and the potato salad and all the different dishes that are there? How are they going to take that away from you? Got to sometimes be careful about who you vote for. But anyway, let's keep moving. <laughs> This comes from our niece, our niece. I got my dad's temper and my mother's mouth. <laughs> Laughing with tears. That's why I'm always in trouble. Just throw the hands up and say, skip it. I got my dad's temper and my mother's mouth. Uh, crying, uh, crying with tears, laughing with tears. That's why I'm always in trouble. Oh, well. sounds familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I thought that was a good one. And I said, yeah, I got to post that one today. Show that one today. Okay, here we go. This is very important, smash the share button, smash the like button, tag people in this because we are telling how to make quality movies your first time out. How to make quality movies your first time out. And we're taking you on a history journey too, about film, where it comes from. In the age of information, ignorance, is a choice. In the age of information. Ignorance. People. Is. A. Choice. We often. we often Talk about that. But we don't say it in those concise words. But we're pretty concise and precise over here. So. Uh, we don't even say it in those words. But you know. Here we go. Here's one. Don't waste your energy arguing with these MFers right here. I'm just gonna say Uncle Ruckus, the coon, nor the she. Don't waste your energy in Argument with these mfers right here, Uncle Ruckus, the coon, nor the sheep. Don't 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 argue with that. Did, that. Okay okay. Did you know that there are some sick sick farmer type people who would take a sheep? They say that the sheep have the inner workings like like a woman and they take the sheep up to a heel and they insert their manhood into the sheep and push them towards the heel and the sheep automatically backs up thus causing the pressure that brings about pleasure. So in other words, sheep also get effed. We just wanted to say that. We just wanted to give that information. My father had told me that uh, years ago when they would give the people a dishonorable discharge for taking people, taking the sheep up to the mountain, those country Caucasian boys and all. Go ahead.
1: Uh, First of all, that's nasty and um, you don't know what other kind of uh, with a mixture of uh, fluids uh, Human fluids with animal fluids What kind of mixture or Concoction that's going to come up with But anyway um, You know With regards to sheep For those of you who are teachers And people who uh, have inherited the, um, the blessing of being able to lead people Sometimes it's a blessing and a curse um, But in lines of sheeple Or people that are sheep Um, Christ said my sheep know my voice And another they will not follow A lot of times when you're trying to teach people And they are adversarial Realize that it's not your voice that they hear So once you have determined that uh, Referencing back to the meme before this one That if any person be ignorant Let them be ignorant And in 2021 make it up in your minds This is an encouragement for y'all to not hold any long discourse with anybody who act like they are dull of hearing because they're dull of hearing your voice let them go hear the voice that they're attuned to and accustomed to and you keep it moving and you speak to those who can hear you that's all i wanted to say to that
0: Mm. all right so let's keep moving here smash the share button smash the like button because we are bringing information today how to make quality movies your first time out you say how could that possibly be d yes but it's possible it's probable the probability and the possibilities are very probable and possible fitness is not just fitness fitness is personal growth fitness is mental health fitness is therapy fitness is transformation Fitness is accountability. Fitness is confidence. Fitness is strength. Fitness is peace. Fitness is so much more than just working out. <laughs> but they said so much more than just fitness. But you get the point, right? That's a good man. That's a that's a great man. Get the shout out to. Dwayne Bright, he put that out. I thought that was a good meme to say. Now, here's another. If you have any aches and pains, you may have a little author. We're not saying this is just observation and opinion. It is not. We're not medical professionals, but just from experience, okay? So, right here. Let's bring this up right here. This is another one. Six anti-inflammatory herbs that annihilate pain. Do you know what that is? Pain must be in pain because it's getting annihilated by these six herbs. Eleven herbs and spices. that Are those part of herbs that Kenny King stole from the uh, black woman? But anyway, what you got to say to this?
1: Uh, yeah like uh, uh, Turmeric is not something I do daily but I have it I'm doing it today And ginger is something I do daily all day Basically I munch on ginger And fenugreek I have fenugreek here But I was mixing that in my skin um, My skin regimen That I, I use my mixtures But those things are anti-inflammatories Because that's often where the pain Comes from is that there's some kind of buildup, some kind of uh, infection, some, something that is causing your body to swell in places. And so those are anti-inflammatories. And um, just so many of you know that coffee, coffee has a lot of sodium in it. I didn't know that it has a lot of sodium in it and it contributes to uh, being in. Well, it contributes to inflammation. So you want to keep ginger and turmeric and uh, also add to that list tart cherry juice. Tart cherry juice is commonly for gout, but it's also for any type of pain. So if you mix turmeric with tart cherry juice, that's a good and ginger, that's a good pain fighter.
0: Wow. I did not know that coffee had a lot of sodium in it. Is it in the bean or is that something that's added? once they ground the bean which one is it
1: i believe it's a byproduct and a preserver if you know that any most of your preservatives always have a lot of sodium frozen food canned goods anything that's stored in packaging uh has a preservative and so i believe the sodium comes from that
0: wow wow people just thought they were drinking coffee wow that is new Gotta read the packaging people. Okay. This comes from Dr. Boyce Watkins, right? Karen Harris, I mean, excuse me, <laughs> Karen Harris. Kamala, let me be nice, let me be nice. Kamala Harris says, election is a wonderful win for the Indian community. Ha ha ha. Let's keep. I just had to let that sit there for a minute, right? Okay, so let's bring that down. I mean, have people caught on yet? Have people caught? I, I, I've seen people, they've stopped. Uh, I haven't seen as many people pushing Kamala Harris, the black woman. I haven't been seeing that lately. So maybe people woke up from the dream and found out that they just helped to contribute to a nightmare, but anyway new orleans mayor from our people at hollywood unlocked new orleans new orleans mayor cancels mardi gras parades in 2021 new orleans mayor cancels mardi gras parades in 2021. you know if i hear one more person say that we're headed into a dark time. If they're using the word dark. Right. There are people who use the word dark. That didn't know what it means. But when they use the word dark. They are racist. If they use the word dark. It is dark. If we're going into a dark time. This is going to be a black situation. That is anti- black. Okay, dark. That's dark. There's nothing wrong with dark. Your eyes adjust and your pupils dilate to see in the dark after you come out of the blinding sun. The sun is nice but the blinding light can be blinding sometimes like this, light, this past election. But anyway, wait, let's, let's keep moving over here. Alright. Do your part. Stay apart. This comes from Dave Tolliver Shout out to Dave Taliber, Men at large. Uh, Black Pavarotti himself. Uh, do your part, stay apart. The movement to get people to stay apart, to separate, to segregate is in full motion now and people are going along with it hook line and sinker and you know if there's one party that knows of segregation for surely it is (laughs) the dixie excuse me excuse me i'm being nice because we have to have people catch up and they're gonna see And as they see, they're going to catch up. So we want to tell you, people, if you enjoy what we bring to you and, you know, why wouldn't you enjoy it? Make sure that you grab your QR code and scan the Cash App on the left or the PayPal on the right and slam a few ducats. Smash a few dollars on either one of those platforms for dollar sign TFR podcast live. Dollar sign TFR podcast live. Make sure you drop a few dollars. And if you don't have a QR code, you can go to your Apple store or you can go to your Google Play store and get a free QR code scans many different types of barcodes and scan these and it takes you right there and you can put in your dollar amount and we will appreciate you doing so because we work hard to bring great programming to you we bring a great presentation and so we thank you for your donations and let's keep moving forward okay people So now we're ready to have the rubber hit the road. All right. So now let's get started here. Let's get started. Now, D.W. Griffith. Look up D.W. Griffith, Italian. G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H. Smash the share button, smash the like button. This is very important. This is very important. This is information. This is information. Because we had to watch this. We had to watch this travesty in film school. So, uh, we're gonna just. And you could probably see it on YouTube. But we're gonna give you some information that you probably. Don't know. Look up D.W. Griffith, right? Who was D.W. Griffith?
1: Uh, D.W. Griffith was an American film director widely considered as the most important filmmaker of of his generation. He pioneered financing of the feature length movie, Uh, His film, The Birth of a Nation, 1915, made investors a profit, but also attracted much controversy as it depicted African-Americans in a negative light and glorified the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, Intolerance 1916 was made as an answer to his critics, but not as an apology for the negative images of African-Americans in film Several of Griffith's later films were also successful, including Broken Blossoms, 1919, Way Down East, 1920, Orphans of the Storm, 1921. But the high costs he incurred for production and promotion often led to commercial failure. He had made roughly 500 films by the time of his final feature, The Struggle, in
0: 1931. All right, all right. While I'm talking, look up United Artists. who formed United Artists, right? All right, people, so look, D.W. Griffith, not only is he the one who created the finance system that that modern Hollywood still works today, he is also single-handedly the one that propagated and promoted The negative stereotypes of American blacks in this country with the film Birth of a Nation. But you know what? The Birth of a Nation, right? Not to be confused with Nate Parker's A Birth of a Nation. And I bet you if you knew this information, you would have been packing into A Birth of a Nation to make it outshadow the birth of a nation. But anyway, listen. When you watch the many different stereotypical movies, the stereotypical shows that you see over the many decades began and was focused, all of those stereotypes were focused in the film, The Birth of a Nation, 1915. It's a silent film. Right? But he does some things in the film which are the modern techniques of cutting film. He is not only the father of how the finance system goes in Hollywood today. He is also the father of bringing the stereotypes of American blacks. He is also, his film is also credited with reinvigorating and bringing the Klan back into existence. You ready for this? And he is the father of modern cut techniques on film. The close up, the mid shot, the wide shot, the track shot, all of this, you can see this in this silent film from 1915, The Birth of a Nation, which was a propaganda film because American blacks were making their way and they had to, and in his opinion, I would say, I'm going to take a little liberty there, in his opinion, they needed to put black people in their place. Now. So, when you watch film, let's let's make this clear. When you watch film and you see the buffoon, you see the black man lusting after the white woman. You see the lazy Shifty Negro in film when you see the happy go lucky darky in this film represented by black children. See they have black see you can always tell a segregationist they will always want to be around children. They had little children, black children, playing the roles of little black children. But the black male role was played by a Caucasian in blackface. Let that let that sit for a minute. Now we're giving you a history here because before D.W. Griffith. Films like Edison's film were one wide shot and then it would cut to another wide shot of another scene of a, maybe a train coming or the great uh, train robbery. They were all wide shots. There were no close ups on the people showing their emoting. But by 1915, D.W. Griffith. Created this So you give the man Credit for what he created Right But he also brought about The resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan The stereotypes of American black men The stereotype of American Black children And there are people in this Society today that watch That this film who are racist, who are segregationists, who are accelerationists, you name it, they watch it and they build their thought process about what American black is through this film and they stick with that. This is what you have to understand. This is how suggestive film is when you use the right cuts. We showed you the right cuts Yesterday in the promo ad. For the Black Ice Chronicles. And I asked my sister. Was the woman actually there in the scene? Or was that shot at a different time. And cut together. That's master cutting. Now. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Because if you are doing. Only wide angles. If you're doing Thomas. Alva Edison the Nickelodeon images from the turn of the 18th to the 19th century something is wrong and so we're going to (laughs) (laughs) something is wrong and you need to be up on it because by 1915 this racist D.W. Griffith Created the modern cut style in black and white. Tell me about United Artists. Who is United Artists and who created United Artists? Who are the four or five?
1: Uh, United Artists Corporation currently doing business as United Artists Digital Studios is an American digital production company founded in 1919 by D.W. Griffith, Douglas Fairbanks, Mary Pickford, and Charlie Chaplin. I mean Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin.
0: That's right, people. So listen. Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks, Charlie Chaplin, and D.W. Griffith create United Artists. And you know what's in none of those films have you noticed except for the blackface and D.W. Griffin but let's let's move off of that for a minute so when you watch you know how they say how brilliant a filmmaker Charlie Chaplin was when you watch Charlie Chaplin as the quote unquote tramp and you see the edits and the uh, big head and the mid shots and the wide shots in the various angles, he's doing his variation of his co-founder, one of his co-founders of United Artists. He's doing his variation of D.W. Griffith, which makes you wonder. Charlie Chaplin seemed to be benign. I want to say benign, like like a benign. Oh boy, they're trying to clip us. They're trying to clip us. What's going on? Warnings. Boy, I'm bringing too much truth today. Too much truth today. All I'm doing is just bringing the truth of what's going on, right? Charlie Chaplin, especially as the tramp, seemed benign. But he had a person that was a racist. So in that case, do birds of a feather flop together? What do
1: you think, Tanya? Do birds of a feather flock together? Yep. And I'm going to say uh, why that is. Um, when you consider holding hands with a person in a venture um, and you know what they're about. Now, either you got to admit to having some form of jelly backness or you're feeling that they're bringing, they can contribute something to you. That you don't have, and you need it just that bad to get what you got to get done. In either event, it's still jelly back uh, to me. And to stand with a person who believes in a particular philosophy is to say you're okay with it. If you're standing with them, you're standing in agreement. Whether you adopt that philosophy specifically or not, you still standing with that person. That person represents the philosophy. You're standing with the person then you're standing in agreement whether you formally agreed or not
0: so the key to making great film today is to know that cut style and to advance away from it and do new cutting techniques new styles that are beyond that for the american black person right Other than that, you are cutting D.W. Griffith. When you create a film and you are writing buffoonery, you're writing black people bulging their eyes wide. When you write stereotypical pimps, there's a way to write a pimp that is full-blooded and fully human, fully recognized. But when you start writing, and say, I don't know what I ask. That's a coon. That's D.W. Griffith. Oh man. Oh, we've got to go here today. We've got to go here today. Did you think that it would be? just that easy. Did you think that we would go through talking about film and not talk about the responsibility of American black people to know, to watch D.W. Griffiths The Birth of a Nation, 1915. Played in the White House. Who was the president in 1915, Tanya? Look look, look that up. I think it was uh, Hardy, but I want to be sure. I don't want to say the right thing. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Played in the White House and the president Woodrow said, Wilson. would say it again so everybody can hear.
1: Woodrow Wilson,
0: Woodrow Wilson. And he said that it was one of the most finest creations of art and he played it. He had screenings. Guess who was speaking against it? Any of the uh, black leaders, uh, NAACP, Booker T, W.E.B. Du Bois, and you produce content where you are a buffoon and you don't even know where it came from. It came from a cor- I can't even say that. He's necessarily, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there either. But I'm gonna say he's Caucasian to me, and so D.W. Griffith, those stereotypes come from a film that D.W. Griffith created. And what else was going on around that time? The Minstrel Show. We've told you about that, right? So he took what was on once on stage and brought it with venom to the film and made the Ku Klux Klan look like they were an avenging group that was noble. But you don't know none of this and you you write buffoonery. You write stereotypical gunplay. You don't write the character full fully human what makes the person move the way they move so you need to be taking notes on this because what i'm telling you now is when you write a character you have to research a character out not on the surface level you can't be on the nose you have to go and research a character out and then make them fully human why do they do what they do There's always a trauma, but if you just write a character surface level, I ain't be got no weapon. You're writing Coons and you are writing D.W. Griffith and you are helping D.W. Griffith. Let me say this again. When you watch movies today, you see D.W. Griffith's influence even as far as the stereotypes and most definitely the edits of film. I don't mean to indict anyone. I don't mean to do that in any aspect whatsoever, but you as an American Black Just for yourself deserve more than writing characters that you could see in black and white in silent film back in 1915 in the first film that was considered a blockbuster. The way the film is cut still today. The birth of a nation. What you got to say to that?
1: You know all while you were talking i was looking at because when i looked at this guy's picture um i'm like mm, he, he looks like he, he,
0: he looks like he was passing
1: yes absolutely so because you know we would recognize those things right so i'm like uh I, I see i see some you shaking the tree i see some black falling out of it um so you know, um, so I go to look him up and I find it very interesting with certain people. When you go to look them up on Wikipedia, you know, as the as a common search, you know, tool, you know, that Google brings up. and You go to Wikipedia and they don't say anything about his nationality. They just say he was an American, an American filmmaker. He was in America. But they say nothing about his background. They say that his father... Uh, he was the son of Jacob Work Roaring Jake Griffith, a Confederate Army colonel in the American Civil War, who was uh, elected as a Kentucky state legislator. And uh, he was raised Methodist. So they go right from him being an American filmmaker, who his father was, who was kind of, he had some notoriety, right into what religion he was, which. The religion is christianity the uh the denomination is methodist but i found that very interesting i found that on other searches too with other people that i can look at and say uh some black is up in that tree some black is there and they don't ever say their nationality so what i did was i came out of that and i said what is the nationality of dw griffith it is nowhere in searches he's an American filmmaker (laughs) he's an American that's his nationality he's American
0: yeah so look let's go over this again let's be very 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 clear I want to be concise and precise if you write characters that are surface level, that are American black, you are writing what was in D.W. Griffith's film, The Birth of a Nation, full of stereotypes, and you have to see this film. They have it on. They have it. It's up on YouTube. You should. You should definitely watch it. It's. It'll be an eye opener. You'll say, I see. What? 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 What, what,
1: what? 1915. Right?
0: What else plus is going I, on then? Okay, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Uh, you had mentioned that it was a propaganda film, and that comes on, that just preceded the time of propaganda in Nazi Germany. As well so that was coming right Flowing right on into Right after 1915 and going Into the 1920s and 30s We were dealing with propaganda so it was All about presenting Pictures and presenting things That were going to leave an imprint on your Mind and and They were building your truths for You without you being Investigative and so that's what they Were implanting in your mind consequently Most of our television broadcasting For black people uh had consists of a lot of buffoonery so it has transitioned out of movies into uh tv series and this is what this is basically all we're seeing uh amongst us on television very rarely is this not buffoonery
0: but what else when you study you find out what else is propaganda Could you have been a victim of propaganda on certain things and not have known it? (laughs) Absolutely. Right? So, people, 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 smash the like button, smash the share button, tag your people in this because we are going places. Now, how do you make a film? Great from the opening gate your first film how to make quality movies your first time out the first thing is you need to know where movies come from you need to go back and look at the nickelodeon and look at the difference and then watch d.w. griffith's the birth of a nation and you know I tried to search this too and they gave nothing. They had them not connected. At all. I said, is D W Griffith related to Andy Griffith? You Uh-oh. Know, I I had searched that, but they had them they had them come up apart from each other though. So I I didn't know, but you know, you never can tell. These are prominent names with the name last name Griffith. And you would wonder, are they related? You know, because Andy Griffith. It's the Andy Griffith Show. Come on. Then later in 85, oh, 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 yeah. Right? And what, what did you notice that you did not see in Mayberry? Right. You never saw. You never saw but we sat there and watched that show and enjoyed it. Had the hilljackers come out the hill, always wanted him to marry their daughter. Remember those episodes? Remember the Bart Barbara Eaton episode when she came into town from a bigger city and she wanted to be a nail technician. That's what she was in the other city, and all the guys were ogling her and and, and goggling her with their eyes and at the end of the show Barney and Andy watch her as she walks and they cut to their POV and she's walking down and And then it comes back to Andy and says sure is good that we're a friendly town he walks back in Barney is still looking after her But they talk about American black men being fresh. I'm just going to use that word fresh. Because D.W. Griffith did not paint American black men as human. And some of us pick up those same thought processes about each other when all men. It's back in this 1950 something program. There they are all over her, just whistling and everything else. But anyway, to know how to make a great film, you have to know this history is very important. Once you understand and you have a understanding, middle standing, overstanding of this history, then, It's upon you then to write entertainment that is not detrimental to American black people. When you watch the Black Ice Chronicles, when you deal with the unseen, you often deal with the unforeseen black ice. Or it doesn't matter if you're in the model game, the music game, or the music game. It's all the same. When you deal with the unseen, you often deal with the unforeseen black ice. All of the characters are fully drawn out. They're not stereotypical. They can be as wild as they want to be but you see in them humanity because that's what was stripped from us back in 1915. In film. Because it had been tried to strip it away but after we were freed we started gaining and that's why they had to bring it in film to strip it away so that for generations After generation, after generation, after generation, people would still look at you as something less than. So your ability to write characters, if you don't know how to write, you should take some classes on writing. Okay, if you don't know how to write. If you don't know how to type, you should and don't know the home keys, you should really take take a typing class. It makes it so much easier. Yes, I'm just giving you how to make film, how to make quality movies your first time out. You have to have this always, this is always in my mind. And what I found is, you know, I've wrote scripts for a couple of different people. Like I told you, when I did The Shifter, The Shifter went on to do great and win me awards in film festivals, right? Placement in film festivals. Featured uh, debuts in film festivals, right? And I wrote that for people, right? And they took it seriously. That was Cleveland. I've written... Pieces for people in Las Vegas and in film school they teach you right I did the shifter before film school. just had the ability of watching film and knowing how images worked and coming from a DJ background making remix CDs chopping you're just adding visuals in with this chopping so it was already natural you just added in visuals. But in film school, they said the greatest compliment to an actor that you can do is write something especially for them because it's their spirit and inspiration. And even if the character is total opposite than them, you wrote it with them in mind. I've I've written that and I've had I had this one person. (laughs) I got to tell this story. This is funny. I had this one person, I, I wrote this piece and ultimately he didn't get a chance to finish the piece because I went to and found somebody else to finish but I wrote it especially for him and then he was talking about going out to LA to this, what do they call it? Oh, look, 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 they're trying to clip me and I'm just telling information. But anyway, look. So he was going out to the American film market, right? now. I had researched the American, the American film market. One, you need a team. You need a team of at least 10. Because you, or, or hopefully 20. That way they could go pass out the flyers. Get people to come to the room. You have to pay for a room. I forget what the prices are now. Now it's digital because of COVID. But you have to pay for the room. They have to come there. You have a copies there. They purchase your copies. And then they repackage the copies and get them and distribute them out into other markets outside of the American film market. But they call it the American film market because people from all over the world come to pick up film. So I had to research that. So I said, well, do they have a room? No. I said, do you have a team? Do you have flyers? I'm big on flyers. No, we're just going out there. We're gonna be standing around. First of all, you're not gonna just stand around with your product. Because people paid $1,700. I'm just going to throw that out there. $1,700 to get this room. You're going to be bust out of there. It would have been better for you to come finish. Because when I finish what I do, it comes out and people are proud to have been in it. You see? And I wrote some other things. So, I've had nightmares. But then again, this is a transient city. So I've had a couple of nightmares, but I've had quality actors though like two, right, that I could call on and they come in and they deliver purposefully. But I I didn't I never got that until I got to Las Vegas. Because so many people talk so much. You know, so many people talk so much. So many people have gift to gab and they take people for something. Or people believe them and then it doesn't pan out so they'll be a little jaded, but that's not my problem because every time I say I'm going to do something, it comes to pass because life is short. We talked about it. How to make quality movies your first time out. You have to be about finishing the product and releasing the product. We're giving you everything that you need. Now. You know, I have a how-to series, right? And we, we're we repackaging it now and it's gonna be back up on Vimeo, but we have a how-to series. How to go about making your films look good. So we're gonna go through a couple of them to let you see, you see. We teach, right? And that's what we do. We teach. So let, let, let's play this right here. This is this first one is on the rule of thirds. Remember we talk about there is rules to filmmaking, right? Rules to filmmaking. So we're gonna talk about the image and then afterwards. I'm going to speak on the structure of how scripts are supposed to go, because I get tired of looking at films where it's just a bunch of dialogue, pictures, it's called film, it's called movies, movies, moving pictures. It's about the images, it's not about the words, words can come up, but they are minimal. It's about the moving picture, how you connect images together to tell a story. That's what film is. And if you don't know that, you shouldn't be in it. If you don't know about DW. Griffith and you've been doing you've been producing buffoonery and you're American black, you should not be in it. Because it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Now, I'm not trying to indict anyone. But if you want to do something, you have to be educated at it. I get tired of listening and watching films. I'm talking about all people, whatever race you are. I'm listening to your film and your sound dips. And then the picture goes over here. Or I'm sitting here looking at Five minutes of dialogue between two people, the image is a wide image, or medium, a sitting body shot, I'm sitting here at five minutes, no emoting, no close-up, no big head, no various different angles. That is trash. And that's why they don't submit their films to the film review. Because they know that we're going to tell the truth because we're about integrity. But that's trash. If you do not know, all you have to do is just watch movies. If you want to make a movie, watch movies. You want to know what a film is, what a movie is? Watch it with the sound off and watch the movement of the images. And your, your film has to pace because film was moving pictures, there was no talkies. Um, look up when the first talkie was. I know it's the jazz singer, Al Joseph. When was the first talkie? first talkie. What year was that? 1927. 1927. Okay. 1915. 12 years later. 12 years later, you have the first talkie. And what does D.W. Griffith's movie the birth of a nation have in common with the jazz singer Al Josen. You know the one that was singing Mammy. How I love my Mammy. I bet you he did love his Mammy. But anyway, (laughs) they had a Caucasian and black face. This is what you're fighting against When you're delivering your film And we're not talking about being Preachy, 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 preachy Because I watch a lot of gospel films And I see Coonery in the gospel films What I'm saying is that The characters have to be fully drawn out And they have to have A human heartbeat People have to When you watched Boys in the Hood By John Singleton Ice Cube's character was not a coon. He wasn't just someone out there. Going out there just. Shooting and killing people. For no reason. But he did go and get the one who. Was out there. For no apparent reason. Out there killing. That was killing the coon. But you draw and write films where there are Coons that are successful in the picture but cube's character was full human and for a heartbeat you felt him and at the end when they wrote what happened to him at the end everybody should have seen that film by now everybody was like oh man and people who actually was in the lifestyle not the lifestyle in the culture of the gang culture in California at the time were coming out of the movie crying, saying that finally someone captured what we actually go through. Right? Not sensationalism. It was entertaining, but it put the message across and it got out that it was that death amongst American black people in the so-called hood is devastating and really worth nothing. It, it it makes you lose lives. That was the message of the film, right? That life is snuffed out for no reason. That was the message of the film. It wasn't just shooting and killing and then they drove off and then the film faded to black. What makes Superfly the original so good is Priest, though he is a cocaine everybody should have seen Superfly by now. But if not, it's not going to ruin because I'm not giving you the plot of the film. Although he was a cocaine dealer, his heart was he wanted out of the game and they kept pulling him, things kept pulling him back into the game. His partner couldn't see his master plan of getting one last lick and then breaking up the money, he said, why should we do that? If we get a lick like this, then we can do like that. So they showed you and they showed you what was the motivation behind his friend's decision to not necessarily go Priest way, young bloods way, through his dialogue. So he was fully drawn as a character. He wasn't just stabbing or going against priests like the way people write films and you don't know why they're doing it. They're writing coons, not fully drawn out characters. You knew what he was doing through the context. What? What What's this era? How's that possible? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Hopefully that'll come back. Okay, there it is. It's perfect streaming again. They clipped us for a second. But anyway, he was a perfectly drawn out character. The opposite being a friend, but being the opposite kind of the foil to what Priest wanted to do. And Priest was fully, his whole thing was get out, get out. I'm tired. I'm tired that's what sets the Mac what sets the Mac apart is the woman who is the foil in it who is one of his women who are out there on the stroll she is fully drawn out and you see why she does what she does because they were once friends before she decided to go his way and he started treating her like he, she was nothing more than any of the rest of his women. And you see it fully drawn out. And you see him fully drawn out as a person that wants to get out To You see? It's not somebody that's saying, oh, I'm a... The difference is an example. The difference between NWA with Q and NWA without Q. With Q... Please, Mr. Dope Man, you think you're slick, and then the Dope Man dies at the end. After Q, NWA, real ends don't die, they never die, they never die. Right? Fully drawn out images versus coon images. And I'm not saying that they, the NWA, the remaining group the remaining people in the group were coons, but they were just not aware to what they were creating because one, they were going against him, which was self-hate, which means that you will only draw upon coonish behavior because only coons are self-hating towards other black people. You see, so, We're breaking this down for you, man, as clearly as we can as an American black filmmaker. And for those Caucasians who have not been past their five blocks and think they know what black culture is. They've never been in the hood before or the neighborhood. And they think they know and they think that people should talk a certain way and walk a certain way. This is for you, too, because you'll probably get a chance to green light a film sometimes. You know, before American Blacks will. But you need to draw out the characters fully. And if not, you need to get like when Blazing Saddles. Right. When Blazing Saddles came out, Cleavon Little's character was fully drawn because he was written by Richard Pryor. Who produced Blazing Saddles? I'm, I'm I'm, catching a blank on the name. Mel Brooks. I got it. Mel Brooks yeah, Mel- to tell the story of of this black man who becomes sheriff. If you haven't seen Blazing Saddles, you have to see it. See, so I'm showing you fully drawn out characters. How to make a quality movie. How to make quality movies your first time out. To draw this black man who was fresh from slavery working on the railroad who became sheriff of an all-white town it took Mel Brooks to call on the comedy genius of Richard Pryor to tell the story and that's why the comedy works but if it was just he by himself It would have fallen kind of untrue because you only see it from a distance. You really don't know what it is. So you have to have people who are willing to be authentic. So I'm just giving you that. So that's on the psychological because we're breaking D.W. Griffith. Okay, we're breaking that. And if you didn't know that and you've been producing it, you get a pass. But after you know it and you keep going, well, you're producing coonery. And so you have to now go back through and watch other things that you thought, what you thought was coon, but you need to go back through and watch Empire again. And watch it and see, are they fully drawn out characters? And do you know why they do what they do? If you know why they do what they do and they're not, drawn one-dimensional coon then it was more than what you said but you were uneducated about what real images are of american black people okay so this first piece is about the rule of thirds the rule of thirds how to Make a composition This is very important And we're going to go and play just a little bit of each one of these Because, you know, the game is to be so Not told And I'm all about, you know I worked hard to get it So, you know, you're going to have to at least pay that $1.99 To get each episode You know what I mean? So, let's play this real quick Lordland Films How-to Series Instructed by Crazy D The Rule of Thirds is a guideline used to compose great images that stand out within telling the story on the screen. Remember, the rule of thirds is composition of image. The rule of thirds. Let's begin with this sequence of shots which make up the opening scene from TBIC track. We begin with the establishing shot, move to the medium shot, move to big head Medium head and shoulders, move to big head, reverse angle, and then we end with big head, front angle. The rule of thirds has a grid used to compose. It breaks down like this. Upper, middle, and lower thirds. Left side thirds, middle thirds, right side thirds. All right, so that's all. That's all we're going to get you on that. We're going to move on to the next one. So look. You see? Do you see that every image, so when you watch The Black Ice Chronicles or you watch a preacher's life, it is set and it moves and it tells stories by establishing mid shot, close up shot, head and shoulders big head, reverse angle on the conversation and the emoting. If you don't have at least five or six images in your opening shot and you only have one wide shot for four minutes long, you're not a filmmaker because D.W. Griffith was doing well, he wasn't doing what I do. But he was doing that and cutting and getting a close-up on people's face. Especially when they kill the Negro. He's up there and he's bawling his But you have to watch it. If you're not doing 1915 and we're in 2020, you're playing. You're playing. And you're playing with your people. I don't mean to be in, to indict anyone. I don't mean to indict anyone, but this is how serious filmmaking is for American black people. Why does everybody want to be out in Hollywood when you have the ability to make it on your cell phone if you know how? Now I'm seeing your smartphone, excuse me. Back in the day, your cell phone, maybe. Your flip, your razor. But anyway, look. Why does everybody want to be out in Hollywood? You know where the funding system came from. The funding system came from a racist, D.W. Griffith. The film, the first film he got financed, was *The Birth of a Nation*, which means those people who financed it and those probably the same people who still finance it, because it passed for father to son, the father to son, the daughter to father, the son, etc., etc. They all watch that film and it's in their mind. It's ingrained in their mind. When you can do it yourself. How to make quality movies your first time out. We just taught you about Rule of Thirds. Now, the next one, which alludes after the first, at the end of the first installment of Lord Land Films Crazy D teaching you filmmaking. We talk about jumping crossing the line. So let's let's go into this and you know pay attention. We're here. We're here. Lord Land Films How to series instructed by Crazy D. Have you ever watched an Instagram comedy short skit where the person is supposed to be talking to someone off screen and when the angle switches to show the person being talked to, the person from the second angle is facing the same way as the person in the first angle? It throws off the perspective and puts that person from the second angle in the first person's space. This is called crossing or jumping the line. Let's take another example. The actors are positioned in a shot or scene. Actor one appears in the rule of thirds to the left and the second actor appears rule of thirds to the right. This is the establishing shot. It gives the viewer perspective on where the actors are pertaining to the room. It is also called front angle. But what happens when we apply reverse angle and the actors on opposite position from the front angle the answer we have just jumped the line rule of film actor positions do not change from front angle to reverse angle if they do you have jumped the line let's look at front angle and reverse angle applied correctly from a scene from a tbic film as you see, the actors have their perspective positions in the rule of thirds within the establishing shot. It's time to reverse the angle. And as you see, the actors remain in their correct perspective positions as they were in the front angle. All right. All right. That's all we're going to get. That's all we're going to get you because you may ask Crazy D, is that all you're going to give us? Yes, you got to go watch it. Somebody over there on Vimeo You know the game is to be sold Not told And we get so in depth And intricate with it In the various episodes And I'm constantly producing them And putting them up Right this is an ongoing Process because Not only do you need to know the psychology I just told you D.W. Griffith And to break D.W. Griffith the birth of a nation. You have to know the psychology and then you're making your own psychology as American black people and those images that they depicted in that film are still images that they have today and some black filmmakers. I don't even say American black. There's a difference between a person that's in America that's Black to me, they're just black. But somebody who's American black, who is aware of what's going on, they're gonna say, "I'm going to correct this and leave the legacy behind, so people will see something else other than those stereotypes." The D, W, W. What? What's another? Who's another famous W? that D that everybody seems to, everybody seems to love now. But remember he George W. He left H. W. All those, he left all those people to die at the uh You remember during Katrina. He flew over and they were dying. But let's uh, go on here. here here's let me uh, let me something quick. Okay, go ahead. Let me let me pull it.
1: Um, You know it may seem like When I come with my perspective It's like oh dang she always coming with some kind of Negative drop on something No 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 Realism is often not very uh, Not very comfortable And so D is providing for you um, Some helpful Tools And he's giving you a preview Which is this is how things are done If you haven't taken notice of this uh, You know with some of our other our Caucasian counterparts and how they make their presentations and things like that this is how things are done so the vision is to be sold if you are seeking to elevate yourself there's always going to be some form of education that you must go receive whenever something educational is listed as free either it's free to a point and you get the rest of it when you pay or if it's free It does not have value. All right. If it's all free from start to finish, you're not going to be accredited. That institution is not accredited. Like I see some herbal medicine stuff that that, that I was looking into. And you got these courses online that are just entirely free. If I get a certificate from that establishment and I take that somewhere as a credential, it has no value. Right, It has no value. You didn't pay for it. But when you invest in yourself, that's making an investment in yourself. And if you have yourself set up as a, a corporation, you can write those things off. Keep your receipts. See, this is called building as you go along. So, you know, you can see the rest of the clips of what he's showing you. And you can keep your receipt from the online purchase. You can keep the receipt and you can submit that with your taxes for your corporate. Oh, oh. You don't have a corporation.
0: You just... Wait, man. You're you're moving too fast. You're moving too fast. We haven't got to the corporation (laughs)
1: building yet. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to put the people in a mindset because, you know, I always be hearing stuff, you know, in the atmosphere, in 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 the spirit realm, whatever you want to say. I be hearing stuff. And people was like, you know, he, he charging for, it. I mean, everybody's charging for something. It's called supply and demand. It's called goods and services. So, you know, if you're going to, you're going to invest in yourself, it's going to take investment, you know. So he makes it very affordable for you to acquire knowledge because he wants to see you win. So he sticks a price tag on it that's even a teaching tool the price tag that he puts on it is a teaching tool to say invest in yourself and level up it's a teaching tool all of it's teaching
0: well, well you know it's also unvaluable and so it doesn't come for free oh they're trying to clip again what's going on there we go we got perfect streaming again okay uh you know valuable. so you know it's to be sold not told like you know, the people, a lot of people out here doing it, they obviously didn't learn enough. So here we go. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's go to the next thing. Lord Land Films, how-to series, instructed by Crazy D. Coverage, a.k.a. camera coverage, is a very simple concept. You shoot as many different angles as possible so that the editor's job is easy at the time of the film being edited and what do we mean by that we mean you capture and you shoot everything you shoot what's on Script page. You shoot the interiors, the exteriors, the POV, the reverse angles, and car mirrors. You shoot reverse angles on everything: front angles, low angles, high angles. You shoot every possible piece of film that you can. Right. All right. All right. as we bring and we give information, right? That's called coverage, right? So I'm not going to even play the last one because I'm going to let that be a cliffhanger for you because you need to go over to Vimeo. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the uh, link because we're setting up the new platform for it on Vimeo. And then we're going to unleash it probably on Monday. I'll put the link in with this and put it in the put it on on various different pages so you could get it so you know it's uh Crazy D teaches film Lordland film style right so again images delivering images and entertainment that is not based on D.W. Griffith right not based on the birth of a nation. You should watch the birth of a nation. It's up on YouTube. You should watch it all the way through. If you got one, if you got your YouTube through the ether wire through your large flat screen, you should watch it real big and take a notepad because it's silent. So you're watching images. Take a notepad and write down the various different stereotypes that you see still today. And you can link it back to D.W. Griffith and then look and see how many of those stereotypes are being perpetuated by black filmmakers. Can't be American black filmmakers because the American black filmmaker draws the character full. Human. Not a beast. Even when Q. Goes and gets the guy at the end. At Cube's character. Doughboy. He gets the guy at the end. The guy is begging. He says. Come on man. Don't do that. And he's giving him all kinds of reasons. And so. Reasons why. Why. He's out there, reasons why he shouldn't do it. And it gives you an understanding of who he is as a person. So he's fully drawn in the end before Cube ends him for doing something to his own, to, to one of his. Right. That was the genius of John Singleton. Right. Right. And then everybody else went out there to the surface level and started telling stories where the characters weren't fully drawn out. And they started doing copycats, copycats, copycats and they weren't fully drawn out and you don't know why the people are doing what they're doing but yeah, and then the white producers, yeah. Get out of here, get out of here. Yeah. So what
1: you got to say? You know, um, this is very educational, and I I venture to say, probably the only people who know this stuff are the people who are not producing that type of content. On uh, that's arriving at that because people don't listen. People are are um, instead of being quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, they are quick to speak and not quick to hear not quick to learn because there's a source of um, pride but you know art any kind of art is an expression of heart so even from start to finish from the educational part of it to the execution part of it it is a the approach is of the art is what's in your heart so you're going to approach it from that standpoint you can't give it more than you got I mean you can't produce any more than what's already in you so the thing is uh that people have to go within and increase their output source uh from within them else your art is going to be trash like um you know d was saying earlier about some of the expressions of things that he's seen with this just one single shot angle of just looking at two people that's like you know flat a flat canvas Without like if a painter is painting a picture and he doesn't know how to put in the shadows and things like that to um, produce a product. There used to be this painter guy, I forgot his name, and he used to have a television show. He would come on and paint. I mean, it was amazing just how he could mix, take his brush and dip it in the white paint, then the blue paint and make a shadow. And by the time he, 40, uh, 30 minutes, a 30 minute broadcast, but probably 15 when you include commercials. So in 15 minutes, he has painted this whole scene that includes a sky, a ground, and everything is clearly defined in this picture. And it's beautiful because of the way that he put it on the canvas. And that takes skill that took know-how and so he was teaching you on that show as he was doing it just like we're doing today
0: after you finished they gave a warning okay they gave us back to uh perfect streaming now wow there was something out that they didn't want out was it was it dw griffith did i, did I let us yeah probably out? Probably
1: with his hidden blackness, with his hidden blackness, he try to do things against. Yeah, that's probably what it was with his hidden, um, his hidden blackness. That so by coming against black or, or disparaging blacks, or by painting blacks in a negative light or in a comical light, a stereotypical light, he can then reinforce the narrative that he's not black. Not happening.
0: He was hiding in the white. It was the white underbelly. But anyway, people, we are headed speeding in the car. The car is fully, the rubber is to the road and we are moving, we're moving, speeding. Tomorrow will be Thursday, then on Friday, we have Keith Lee, Stockton, California filmmaker, independent filmmaker, and director who has his offering up on Amazon Prime. We have the interview with Keith Lee. You want to tune in. You definitely want to mark your calendars. 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, Hashtag observations TFR. You can hear us on replay on all of these. All of these. Podcast providers. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Right. Of course. Hashtag TFR podcast live. The film review movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast every Sunday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, excuse me, Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern every Sunday. That's the flagship. And we have some more programming coming up for 2021. And we have, let me show you, let me show you this real quick. You can go watch this now, right? Right on Vimeo, right? You see this advertised every time on the front uh, of the show is the Black Ice Chronicles back in Cleveland, right? Movie, hashtag TFR approved. There is a message in every film. There is no buffoonery, but it will have you entertained because you will say... I know somebody like that. I've had an experience somewhat like that, right? Back in Cleveland movie. Up now on Vimeo, you can go right to Google and type in the Black Ice Chronicles back at Cleveland on Vimeo. Or go to Vimeo and just type it in. It comes right up, you can watch it right on demand. Or you could go see the one that won me out in California. Curators pick the Black Ice Chronicles, The Shifter, hashtag TFR approved. Up now, right? You can go watch these films. These are the these are the trilogy plus one films. The first three that I show you are within the trilogy. Right. as So as this calculates and moves over there we go so these are the ones that I'm showing you are in the trilogy of films that star MC from Cleveland, Ohio Poison Ivy and this one is TBIC, the Black Ice Chronicle Situations movie that's the film that's half well, thirds LA, Los Angeles, and Cleveland, and it tells the stories there, right? That's situations up on demand on Vimeo. We've been on demand for a very long time. I know people are happy to be on, you know, white platforms, and I don't knock them for that, because I was thinking, shit, should, should, I should do that and make a feature link. You know, just do it. And then, Females is the first film that introduced some of the characters that are in the trilogy of films, right? That was more like situations that happened and it wasn't like scripted where it told a full story all the way through. It was more like a pulp fiction type thing where the story was Broken up and went to different places. That is up for people to watch, right? We we just want to be clear with you that you know you can watch what we do on demand. Right? This right here. Season six of the Black Ice Chronicles up on Vimeo On Demand. You've seen this scene and you've seen how I turned it from Saphir to two tones of color. Her dress was red. And her dress was blue. His background was blue. Her front was red. All done with lighting. You see? So when you're watching, you're also watching something where you can pick tips up because what I've learned is from people is they they what they call borrow. I don't borrow too much. I come up with new concepts and new ideas. That's how I used to do it with the mixtapes. If someone did something one way, I would go a totally different direction to be original. Season 5, Lord Land Films on Vimeo season five of the Black Ice Chronicles, right? What else? You know, I'm, I'm able to show up. I'm, I'm in more than, I'm more than proud to show my work because it stands up and it's nothing to be ashamed of and it sounds good, Sound quality, pounding, picture, good, edits, everything. Plus, I come with a purpose when I tell my stories. Welcome to the Black Ice Chronicles, Las Vegas, Nevada, people! That was one of the designs that I made when I had first moved out here to Las Vegas. Shot, that's a photo of me. I actually shot the Las Vegas sign, then I turned it into a cartoon and drew that and this is one of the ads that i did which is a a three image poster board three image poster board for bring this up bring this up right here three image poster board let me break this down for a minute something happened three image poster board for back in Cleveland, which shows you the action, shows you the three images. It shows you the medium wide and the two close up big heads of what's happening in the action, right? So that's a instructional piece as well, showing you how to, how your images should go from boom, wide, Boom, I and it could go in any order. It could go from her at the top, to her at the bottom to the Y. Or it could start out Y, go to her in fear, and then up to her at the top with the knife. Or it could play just like how it is, knife, Y, fear. All right? So everything is a purposeful teaching tool even as I'm doing promotion, right? That's right, so that you know, right? So, people, we love bringing you observations, right? See, I'm a hip-hopper. We said that yesterday, you have to show me. You have to show me through intellect, through the through the written and verbal word and through your intellect, how you're able to break down and describe your images, your imagery in your film, you've got to show me that you're better than me. Cause I'm a hip hopper. Hip hop is about show and prove. And I show and prove all the time. And you know what, you know who I compete with. Here's where you would lose though, ultimately what you will lose is, I don't compete with anyone else but myself. How can I do better than what I did before? These are what these shows are about. Bringing you entertainment and being able to fast pace it. Have my sister come in, have her sound sound good. Her picture look good. Boom, 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 boom. The things we do with it. hashtag TFR podcast live. How can I do better than what I did? Because I was doing 4K camera, having to edit up the show. How can I then become a master at flipping images with a toaster? You've got to show me that you're better than me. You've got to have the intellect the written word ability and the spoken word ability to show me that you're better than me. But guess what? You lose because who am I competing with? I compete with myself. So, and that's how you should be in your creation. How can I do better than what I did? If people will focus, everyone has, we, we talked about this a couple of shows ago. Everyone has their own heartbeat. So that means that their creation will be different. Doesn't make it good or bad unless they don't have any rules or don't understand what they're doing themselves. Doesn't make it good or bad, it just makes it them. But if you're trying to be like someone else, Just because someone else did something. Then you're not being authentic to who you are as an individual. And thus so you don't succeed. So you have to work to make sure that how to make quality movies your first time out. Go back and watch this when we put up the tutorials go purchase go spend that 1.99 per one it will be well worth it they will teach you they get in and out they teach you what you need to know and then you be you will be able to apply it to your film making to make images and watch this and watch the psychology again of DW and how your psychology should be working in a different way once you understand once you watch the birth of a nation your psychology should just be totally awakened and totally anew but if not I mean that's your that's your business I would suppose but we've got uh, 13 minutes
1: you got about seven thirty, seven forty. You know, it's amazing how the film industry and the music industry mirror one another in certain aspects. And what Dee was saying just now about being expressing your own authentic self and not being a copy of anyone else. Now, um, incorporating or implementing techniques. Is not necessarily a copy, but if your end result and your product is seeking to be like something because, and here's where the mirroring comes in. In the music industry, if you have one label that puts out a person, they they hit, they become a star, you know, then the other competing labels are gonna go try to find um their their rendition of that artist. It's a different artist but they they want to have there So if one if label A has a Chris Brown, then label B wants their rendition of Chris Brown or Chris Brown like uh, artist who dances, who can sing and dance, who can perform and things like that because the whole bottom line for them is record sales. So since this particular artist sells records then and he can sell merch. You know what I'm saying. All the other subsequent merch that comes out on that artist for that label—that is a benefit of having signed that artist. So every other label tries to find an artist like that artist who's generating so many millions of dollars. It's the same thing in the film industry. However, here's the backspin to those labels who will, they will go sign a whole bunch of artists that could be groomed to be like artist A at label A, but they don't put in that investment with that artist. And so what they usually do is they'll sign a bunch of artists to offset the money that they tried to filter in that artist. And then they, those those artists fall through the cracks as just tax write-offs. So it's the same difference with doing film. If you're going to, come over and you're going to copy you want to be a voice and whatever your artistic expression is if you're a poet a painter a filmmaker a musician writer whatever you want to be a voice not an echo you want to be a voice so if if everybody in a particular industry is being exactly alike then somebody ain't necessary the only one that's still necessary is the originator so if you are coming in being a copy of someone else, then you're not really necessary or your run is going to be very limited. And you put yourself in that box by not being authentically you and you have to be authentically you. You have to believe in yourself until it hits. It doesn't matter how many people, how many artists do you see even in the music industry? You'd be like, how do they even get a deal? They sing flat. They sing sharp. They sing, But they believed in themselves and they had wonderful business acumen. That's the reason how, how they made it where they were, where you don't think they should be. And so it's the same thing with you. If you don't believe in you, then nobody else is going to believe in you. You have to be, be able to be, um, what do you call it, aggressively humble. So you have humility, but you still have a type of aggression where you're going to, For what you want to do in your dreams. Because that's what you were put here for. But you can't. Be a copy. And expect to have longevity. As a copy. Copies always. Just like copying something on a piece of paper. Copies are always. The ink. Is not always the best. Uh, It's not always. Copies are not always clear. They're not always defined. Copies. Their headings. Their subject headings are faded. Copies, their subheadings are faded. In a copy, the subheading is faded. So you don't want to be a copy. You want to be an original. And so we here at observation, uh, hashtag observations TFR want to see you win. We want to see you win as you. You can't win as me. You can't win as D. You have to win as you, whatever your name may be. You have to win as you. But you have to have the tools first within, and then you need the education from the outside so that you're not sitting there um, as a bump on a log, having conversations with people about how much somebody ain't nothing. Because you don't see yourself doing something. Now you're sitting there and you got time to sit and talk, but you're talking about how somebody else ain't nothing. But they doing their thing. They're making living at their thing. They're not working for anybody else doing their thing. But you're talking. You're going to a nine to five still. You're talking and you're saying There ain't nothing. But you don't have the hoods but an in, intestinal and testicular fortitude or believing yourself to come out as you and knowing that you just may need a little education to help, you know, to help push that along. We all need education a doctor, don't become a doctor without going to uh going to the school. The, the lawyer don't become a lawyer without going to law school. Everybody has to go to school of some kind to master their craft.
0: That's right. You got to go to school. Listen, people. We come to you every Monday through Friday, 9 30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern with hashtag ObservationsTFR. Up on the screen right now is R the QR codes, one for PayPal, one for Cash App. Matter of fact, if you don't do it with the QR code, go over to Cash App, Dollar Sign TFR Podcast Live. That's dollar sign TFR Podcast Live and smash a few dollars on that account. We bring information to you. And we would appreciate your donation so that we could keep on bringing information to you. So right here, if you don't have a QR code, these will be up. You can come back fast forward and find them again and use your QR code, scan the QR code. If you don't have one, go to your Apple store or your Google Play store on your Android or your Apple store on your iPhone and Download a free QR scanner and scan these and swing over swing over a few dollars. We will appreciate you. We will shout you out. You will be one of the, we will put you down as one of the executive producers. You get credit. It's always good to have an executive producer credit. So make sure you do that. We appreciate you. Listen, people. We appreciate coming and bringing this show to you every Monday through Friday. And then the flagship on Sunday. Reviewing films. Because this show right here, hashtag observations TFR. These are our viewpoints, our observations. Right? Right? There are opinions through our experiences. And when you have experiences, that's what you go by. You go by that experience, right? And that experience shapes the way for you. We appreciate you. We appreciate our people on Periscope, on Vimeo, on a certain social media site, and on the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Smash the subscribe button, the like button, the share button. We don't do those fake numbers. We don't do that. We don't do the fake numbers. We do the real numbers. Right? We'd be right alongside people in the Watch Next area and they'd be having all those big numbers. I'm like, how'd that happen? Unless they really. But anyway, that's, that's... everybody got their game and let them play it. <laughs>
1: <Listen>. <laughs>
0: I like that. Everybody got their game. Let them play it. Look, we appreciate coming to you. We hope that you you get the information from all of these shows. This is the five five shows, the five series, the five shows within the series. The independent, do-it-yourself nature of this is part three filmmaking. One, two, three, four, five. This. Friday he is Keith Lee from Stockton, California. He has his latest offering up on Amazon Prime. And we're going to talk all about that. Talk about his career, what he does, what he puts into his filmmaking, what story he wants to tell coming from out of Stockton, California. And I can tell you that his images from watching the film, that his images are not stereotypical. That's what I'm gonna tell you. All right. So anything else you wanna say before we close? Before you close out. Anything else you wanna say? We got three minutes or so. You got 150 maybe. You want anything else you wanna say?
1: Um, this is I mean, it's been another robust show like it is every time, and we try to bring you variety if you've been following us since episode one. Uh, We have been moving along. We're moving along in a certain vein. So you can always count on us continuing to be creative and bringing you things that you may have not otherwise thought of. And sometimes we can get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of life that our dreams go on the back burner or we like, well, I get to it or then that I'll get to it one day becomes a source of frustration because you've never laid your hands to it. So we're always going to be pushing for you to, to develop what's inside of you because that's how we were created. We were created to make our incomes from the internal. That's why we were giving gifts. This is what we're caught up in. Uh, we were not born for that. So we're here to help you win. And we, we uh, pray for that you enjoy the content and smash the share button, smash the like button on the broadcast. We'd appreciate it.
0: All right. So, people, you have been watching another great, robust episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. We will see you tomorrow at 930 a.m. Pacific, 1230 p.m., Eastern Thursday with part four, the independent DIY nature of filmmaking. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Here's the thing about Germany why I made the curator's deck of the Hollywood French
0: film. Community, unity, art, art,